Manny can't see Vietnam because he's banned from there. There's a list of places I'm banned from going. Yeah, including the office. Well, yes. I mean, mostly he's banned from the office because he still hasn't produced his fucking apology letter yet. I will never apologize for what I did. Manny, you understand that there is certain levels of decorum you would need in the office. Facts. We have to we have to at least keep it professional in the office. Just keep this dick professional, motherfucker. I'm just saying. You're bitches better recognize. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I had like a mouthful of cigar smoke. What are you smoking? Uh, we're smoking Cohiba Reds today. All the Cohiba Reds. And what do we got over there, Kyle? Uh, we have... I don't know. It's... Uh, Talking to the mic. I'm trying to find the light. Uh, Florida Finia 585. Dude, you're not... 585. Nice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode... What is this, 18? Yeah, we're legal now. Yeah, apparently we're legal of cigars and bars. I I think all nine of our... We got another listener. Ooh. Yeah, all Ooh. nine of our listeners. All nine? Where are they from? Uh, they're all over the goddamn place, but you should know who the fuck we are. I'm your boy Stiz, a.k.a. Babyface Stew. And sitting next to me, as always... I am the one, the only... Padre Manuel. The man of the cloth. And joining us again. This isn't legal or financial advice, ladies and gentlemen, but that's Kyle. Hello, hello, everyone. Yes, um, down here on the long weekend. Uh, didn't um, didn't know I had day off until 2 o'clock on Friday afternoon, so I'm grateful to be here. And Manny, uh, Janice, and April from accounting said... Hi, and also, when am I going to get those replacement uh, Lunchables? Those Lunchables you were my You stole Lunchables? Pe- Look, when I lay pipe, I need carbs. You need carbs, so you stole Lunchables. I didn't steal. I said, bitch, I've eaten your Lunchables. And all I heard was, hey. Meanwhile, Manny was like, <laughs> stole those Lunchables. I didn't steal. <laughs> Stealing would imply as I hid what I did. <laughs> He's like, I walked I did it. I walked into the office, dick swinging, grabbed the Lunchables. I, I did put a napkin on it so it wouldn't be drippy, but still. I mean, at least he's respectful, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just wondering where the fuck has the decorum be recently? What, what decorum? You knew it when I you, you put me in the office. I said in quote, I'm probably going to have sex in here and walk around naked. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the exact same laugh the manager had. Jesus. Yes, that is a laugh, but that is not what we're talking about. Okay. What we, are we-, we need to talk about this off air because the, FEC, the SCC is also listed. SEC, the FCC, the FCC. The ATF, the DOD, the FBI, the CIA. The Department of Agriculture. For uh, some reason, the NRA. Oh, I, I disagree with them a lot on things. Yeah. 
as a as a staunch gun supporter, I think the NRA is gay. But here's the whole thing: we can't really talk about the African Union because you know they got they got shooters, you know, with the um, with the blow darts. I respect them. All right, they're deadly silent. Facts. Y- yeah, you never see them coming. Yeah, just until just they bust up. off in your eye. Just roll up in the, in the car, just like. <laughs> 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 I'm just chilling in my Jeep, and all of a sudden, instead of hearing like music, I hear like b- drums, like "Hey, Omba, do do ba do ba, Omba." It's some dude like on a rickshaw in a fucking like. We just thinking about the fucking. Matumbo, put it away. Like the Mad Max with somebody with bongos in the front. Yeah. He just eyeballs me. They're gonna find Manny and be like, "There he is." <laughs> and then they're gonna be like that's it's for Janice and April fuck you lunchable man <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile there's gotta be at least like one person in that whole group that listens to what Manny says and they're like why would you say something so controversial and so brave you know I mean there's a lot of things I dropped today that I think just shocked you sometimes that, yeah, Manny can be smart. <laughs> <laughs> I never once questioned your intelligence, Manny. Uh, intentions. My intentions? intentions. Yes. Yeah, intent means everything in this world. Yeah, most definitely. Which Dustin brings Bailey. us to gun control. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't start. I have uh, an itchy trigger finger. Itchy trigger finger. Well, I don't yeah, know. I know I'm sitting next to an armory right now. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you're not going to go fucking shoot up a school full of kids, though. No, I treat every woman like she's a school full of kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because of his faux po. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It's not a thing, man. It's a personal thing, I can say that at least. Yeah, it's a personal thing. It's more of a fetish. (laughs) Ow! (laughs) (laughs) So, what's up, guys? How was your week? What's going on, Manny? (sighs) So, I realized I'm a 30-year-old man. That just hit you? Well, when your friend's birthday is on Saturday and he asks, hey, you want to play fucking uh, football? And I'm like, sure. And then my calves are still tight. I'm out of breath. I feel worn out. I feel like I got fucked by a fat chick on top. Are your knees weak, arms are heavy too? Yeah, mom's spaghetti all over my sh- uh, shirt because I vomited. Already? I mean, like, carbo load was a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like... Dude, we were playing football, and, like, it ended up becoming, like, a giant circle of five 30-year-old men just throwing a football really ungracefully towards one another in the sun. They're like, we'll just all play quarterback. Well, because, look, I am heavy as fuck. I don't have it in me to be as quick as I used to be and heavy anymore. And you want me to rush a quarterback? I'll do it, but if I fall on him, he's actually getting hurt. Yeah. Tom Brady would be mad. Get this fat motherfucker off me. Where's Gronk? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them kids. Give me $745 million. Yo, that could, that dude's going to be sitting on a lot of money for a long time. Well, not a long time. Once uh, his wife fucking divorces him and takes about half of it. Uh, well, not every wife is Amber Heard, yo. Well, no. Not only that, she makes more money than him. So yeah, so that'd be vindictive, that too. You I mean, know, I supported your ass than- for years. Yeah, she won't be making more money than him when he becomes a fucking announcer on Fox. You hear about that contract? No. Dude, he's going to be making, like, 
I think it's like two times more than he made as a fucking NFL quarterback. Jesus. Yeah, so he's already got a spot on Fox, like, waiting for him when he's done playing football. God, no wonder why Tony Romo never tried to come back. Facts. Like, you know they're paying Tony Romo a lot more. And plus, the mind that dude has, like, you would love for him to be an analyst on your team, just not not your quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, and you got to think of it this way. So, when do I got to get up? Oh, 8 o'clock. We, we don't even shoot till like, 10. Do I have to work out? Only if you want to. Can I'm, I? I mean, eat? I'm sure he'd probably still keep his main routine. It's just well, yeah, of because he had to. A lot of his commercials. Are, oh, sorry. Yeah, we got that TB12, baby. That TB12, baby. Yeah. yeah, but like you know, he's just gonna be like, do I have to like do anything special? I mean, he probably has a clause in it that every time he throws a pass, even if it's just for funds, he gets paid like a million dollars. Like whenever they hit that little mini field that they build for like the Fox sets at whatever stadium they're at, yeah. Every time he throws a pass to like Michael Strahan, they're like, "That's a mill, baby." <laughs> uh, well, maybe not a mill. Probably be like a hundred k per pass. Michael Strahan's like, "I can't do this. <laughs> I, I can't do it with my gap. I can't do it with my gap." He, he Tom Brady's such a violent man that. that he threw it in my gap and I caught it. <laughs> so outside of uh, trying to play football, how was your week? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, I've been looking more towards next week than this week. Yeah, going to San Diego? Yeah. Yeah. Crush some California puss. Let's uh, go. <laughs> not really. I'm just going to I'm going to laugh. You end up running into our, like, one listener down there. Dick first, baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> give her a t-shirt. Fucked Manny. <laughs> limited edition limited edition it's like there was one of one made <laughs> she has it <laughs> fucking a well how was your week kyle uh mine was pretty good yeah you know yeah had a lot of presentations had a lot of things to not just get off my chest but lots of numbers crunch nice put it out there um personally things are actually going pretty well that's fire man it. yeah um like I said, in Phoenix, the dating scene is a little bit weird. Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. It's fucked? How are you going to get your asphalt in the asphalt jungle, man, okay? <laughs> it, it's too hot to do both. Exactly. Facts. It's hot to have for both. Um, but definitely getting the getting the hang of it. Um, you know, it's like met up with a few folks. It was it was very nice. It was very, very lovely ladies. You know? Um, and... You know, the working out stuff is actually getting a lot better. That's good I'm shit. I'm not injuring myself on a regular basis, which is great. That's good shit. And just, you know, just feel like you're just getting stronger, you know what I'm saying? And you want to, and you feel like you're, you want to get in the gym. You know what I mean? Not because it's like, oh, I got it. But it's like, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. I felt that. I've been kind of like, like I've been doing like home workouts and I've been hitting the gym down there most of the week. Yeah. But... Like, I've been just cooking a ton, yo. Like, I just started realizing that, like, like if I'm feeling all fucking in my head and shit and getting anxiety, depression, or anything, I've been putting it into food, uh-huh. and it's been coming out fire. Like, I ended up, like, cooking some offhand shit that I don't normally cook, like, fucking made a white wine Alfredo. I actually made a... I actually fucking uh, went in on making some peanut butter cookies, and they actually came out pretty fucking dope. Oh, wow. So you bake, too. Yeah. He doesn't just get baked. He bakes. Ooh. Allegedly. 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 
But yeah, like it well, was because uh, there was a day I fucking like I never checked my TikTok. And when I do, I always have like a fuck ton from the wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. and I'm scrolling through them and then and I forget what the dude's name is, but it was this guy that fucking makes like old school recipes. So yeah. he makes like shit from like the 1800s or like early 1900s. Oh, you shit. talk about like tall white dude that's got like the pompadour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who I'm like, talking about? Yeah, from the 1922. Yeah, so yeah. she sent me one. Because she knows I like peanut butter cookies. She was like, this guy apparently got this recipe for a three-ingredient a three peanut butter cookies. Yeah. And immediately my brain was like, no. Because like to make cookies, you need this, you need this, you need this. So I'm like, three ingredients? He was yeah, peanut butter, sugar, and one egg. And I was like, <laughs> all right. So I'm watching him make this and then like saw the whole result of it. So immediately I was like, I have these things in my house. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to try this. So I fucking make the batter let it cool for like an hour and a half pulled it out fucking rolled rolled into a ball put them on a cookie sheet put the fork marks in them baked them at 350 for 10 minutes they came out fucking fire dude it's crazy to to know that because we always think that's food like before 1950 was flavorless as shit yeah but yeah there's a lot of fucking like Depression era recipes that are actually good. That are actually pretty fire. Pretty fucking fire, <laughs> I mean, yo. Not all of it. I yeah. mean, like some mayo pies. I'm still kind of like, uh, I don't know about that. Mayo one, pies? Yeah, like mayonnaise Ugh. and shit. Ugh. Yeah. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. I'm just like, nah, man. I'm like undercover brother. Y'all trying to kill me with that shit. <laughs> I need like hot sauce in my watch. Yeah, facts. <laughs> so, like, did the guy get the original recipe from GWC? I don't know where he got it from. Like he didn't explain George Washington it. Carver. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know where he got it from, but those cookies came out fucking pretty dope. So I might actually make another batch. That shit was fire. Can okay. we clear up a misconception while we're here? Sure. George Washington Carver technically didn't invent Peter peanut butter. No. It was a white Canadian dude that had already patented the process process years earlier. Huh. Right. We learn something new every day. But but he um, made it famous. Yeah, he made it famous, and he had a fuck ton of derivatives from the peanut. Well, to be fair, he was an agricultural scientist. Yes. So he and found a way to fix soil depletion in crops. Yes. Indeed. Big ups. Yeah. Big ups. GWC, we love you. I just can't eat peanuts. Can't eat peanuts or corn. Or a lot of things. Or a lot of things, yeah. We don't talk about that because that makes me sad. Yeah. But he does eat other things, allegedly. Mm. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while? Yeah, she's going to have to learn how to fucking wrap her t- uh, shit in tinfoil since no one's eating it. <laughs> <laughs> Take him home for fucking leftovers. Oh, how was your day? Oh, you know, he didn't really finish it, so, like, it's in tinfoil. I guess he'll come back for it later. Yeah, he'll probably eat it later. Yeah. Perfect. Go in there and make a plate. <laughs> <laughs> I think at 3 a.m., like, I'm hungry. What's in the fridge? Yeah. Oh, sweet pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had this in a while. You know what? I was, like, a little upset when I ate this earlier, but now, God, it fucking smacks. It's like that right next to, like, the mild cheddar and sauerkraut. <laughs> so when you're eating pussy, do you end up... <laughs> no, that doesn't make me... No? No, that doesn't do it for me. No. I mean, it helps, 
get you in the mood. Well, right. It's it's just like, you know, like professional athletes. They have to stretch first. Yeah. Yeah. Eating pussy is like stretching. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my knees over toes, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, you know, just got to <laughs> got to get the warm up. Dun 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 I'm going to have to get some like NFL films music some one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about like Manny's fucking exploits. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say this just because he put that energy on the podcast. Fuck Agent J. <laughs> oh, Agent J. Yeah, we got to get a video of your responses so I can send it to him. Yeah, he could just listen to this. Mavs in six, they ended up winning in seven, but the universe righted itself and they got swept in the in the Western Conference Finals. He did tell me to tell you to not sleep on Luca. He did say that, but I did tell him not to sleep on the Warriors. So now we got the Warriors and the Celtics in the NBA Finals. Too early to call. What you guys got? Mm. I'm going to say... I get Celtics. I'm going to say Warriors in seven. No, I got Warriors in six. In six? Yeah. You said Celtics? Celtics in seven. How many games? You know what? I'm going to give it to Larry Bird energy. Four. Fight sweep? <laughs> Man, he's sleeping on these Warriors. Wow. I'm not sleeping on them, but I share a birth date with Larry Bird, and there's something in me that says, get them all mad and do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's like growing up, it was like you, you, you just fucking, unless you were in Boston, you kind of hated the Celtics. But, like, they, I'm not even going to lie. They kind of got a likable team, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they do. I mean, like, you know, Jalen Brown, uh, Jason Tatum. Shit, you know what? Al Horford, as much oh, as sorry. he is, like, a big fucking nerd. Yeah. You know, it's like, but he's been He's like a guaranteed three, so though. Long. Yeah. He's been, he's, been, he's been money for so long. That's one of those people that I would like to see a ring, right? I want yeah. CP3 to have a ring. But if I can't do that, Al Horford, that'll I do. feel like that's what the Celtics are going to have over the Warriors, just size. Yeah. But <sighs> I Curry think is a, just Curry. Curry is Curry, but Curry can't carry the whole team. Well, you got Curry, Thompson, Jordan Poole, like that whole fucking squad. I mean, you still got Wiggins. Facts. Like Wiggins in there, motherfucker. I, mean, I, I don't know. Chief Wiggums was a, a bad a character himself. So. <laughs> <laughs> Said now, Ralph. Ralph was my dude, man. Yeah, Ralph Wiggums was fine. Ralph, <laughs> Ralph, Ralph was, was awesome. the brains in that family. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, AEW was last night. Still in shock. <laughs> Bro, what popped me that whole night was fucking Justin Roberts. <laughs> like... The, when it got to the second half of the show and it was about to hit that street fight and he looks directly into the hard camera, just kind of sighed and went, shit's about to hit the fan, then immediately goes into announcer mode. That shit popped Ladies me. and gentlemen, yeah. <laughs> it's for one fall. Bro, the scene of Eddie fucking Kingston covered in blood walking down the ramp with the can of gas. We were sitting there watching and it's like, he's going to burn both these motherfuckers. He doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> which ended up being part of the work anyway, which was great. Yeah. I don't know. The thing that popped me the most that night was, uh, uh, there we are, uh, was uh, MJF versus Wardlow. It was like the crowd was fucking dead for it, though. Like, it pissed I, me off. I think, I was, yeah. Well, they were pissed off because MJF missed his fucking event. Well, he missed his, uh, his uh, meet and greet. 
but it was funny because we were talking about this like him milking his entrance like they were playing the music he didn't immediately walk out so you started seeing the looks on people's faces like oh he's really not here and then he yeah. shows up and he just looks miserable as fuck <laughs> But, like, I feel like what that thing I read on Twitter, I was like, this could be it. Maybe he did that on purpose to get people to buy the pay-per-view to see if he would show up. Well, I mean, when you're watching the pay-per-view, the only thing that's popping in my mind is, like, I think this motherfucker's really going to leave after his contract ends. Oh, 100%. Like, because he's been yelling about it. Like, I could honestly see him showing up to WWE, and they immediately put him with Cody Rhodes. He's like, that's my best friend, the roller coaster. <laughs> Stardust and fucking meteorite. Um, <laughs> Stardust oh. and meteorite. Uh, well, no, because here's the thing: like when you're watching it, it's just like, well, yeah, it's a smart play because if he doesn't hold Wardlow's contra- contract anymore, uh, he's free to do what he wants. Pretty much. Well, yeah, but I mean, also, it's, it is one of those things too, where it's like, I think a lot of people were pissed off that he didn't put up any type of fucking fight. Like no, he just took it. Yeah, he just fucking took it, and it was like, we want to get your ass whooped, but we want we need you to fight back. To get in. Yeah. Uh, so you yeah. so you so you're just using the rapist fucking view. It's like it's no fun if you don't fight back. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is about sex except sex. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I do not to that. No, no, no. <laughs> Thank the, God. The know? only safe porn nowadays is anal gape. No! Jeez. <laughs> this isn't a porn cast, Fanny. Not a porn cast, all right? Well, I cast por- porn too much. <laughs> Go to Lana Rhodes for that bullshit. Nah, ever since that video she had with fucking, uh, what's his name? Australian dude. Uh, raps of Justin Bieber a lot. What? Who? What? Kid Leroy. Who? I don't know who that is. I saw the video and she just seemed like uninteresting. I mean, she might be like a really good person under like all of that and like in the world, but that just killed it for me. It, that ass. Oh, we don't. Let's not start about ass. Oh. D- yeah, but I, I'm, okay. Okay. I want to put it out there right now. Okay, for everyone to get this misconception. That ass. Sure. That was sculpted. By surgeons, she did. She bought that, and she fucking admitted to it last year. Lana Rhodes. Yes. Yeah. She admitted to that. Yeah. Is I it mean, still nice? Of course. One thousand percent. But no, she didn't earn that. But it's not a Ty Conti ass, Manny. Uh, oh yeah, we're gonna. Do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Manny and I are just sitting there live tweeting each other through the whole show on Snapchat. Like we're just sending each other videos and shit. And then out of nowhere, just like no context, you popped everyone in the room and you were just like, Ty Conti ain't that got, or doesn't have that nice of an ant, and then it cut off. And I was like, what did he just say? Like, what? I stand by my guns. I don't think Ty Conti's ass is all that great. I prefer Re- uh, Rebel, not Reba's. <laughs> rebel, not, not Reba. Rebel, not Reba. Reba, not Rebel. Whatever. Reba. It, I, I'm rebel. distracted by the ass. I mean, well, she's got cakes and shit, but. For days. You- well, Have you okay. actually, like, see... Bro. I, My I, name's I, not Sammy. I haven't been face deep in it yet. Right. Because, okay, Facts. here's the whole thing. <laughs> Rebel, not Reba, or whatever the fuck, however you want to put it. She has 
cakes and she's cakes fire. and yams. <laughs> For days. Okay. I would say Ty Conti, she has cakes, but a very athletic yam game. Facts. So she ain't got yams. She got yams. She got yams and cake. Facts. Rebel got cake and yams. Yeah. Rebel <laughs> would give me Lunchables after. Ty Conti would be like... <laughs> Conti's Brazilian. She doesn't know what a Lunchable is. Come what on. What the fuck's a Lunchable? <laughs> like, have a plantain. No, no. Have a plantain. Here you <laughs> no, go. No, she gives you some fucking bolinhos. Okay. <laughs> some bolinhos. Facts. Yo, but that show, like, it was fucking fire. It just felt weird not seeing FTR. <sighs> yeah. It is weird. Yeah. It was a little weird, but, like, we were watching the tag title match, and, like, the whole time, I can't speak for everybody else, but I was like, yo, I hope Will Hobbs and fucking, pa- like, I hope Powerhouse Hobbs and fucking Ricky Starks win this. We need Ricky Two Belts. I really needed that. Facts. I wanted that so much. Just because how fucking ridiculous he, like, when, when he came out and he was moving the belt to his theme song, like, Yes. <laughs> Ricky Starks is fucking fantastic. Dude, dude. my that- friends, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, just look. <laughs> Just literally his hand motions, his fucking just... Do, do you remember when uh, he actually took the arm of what was a Jungle Boy? Yeah. And yeah. then he was just fucking like walking on the tightrope. Yeah. And just, like, <laughs> just staying everywhere and just like, you know... Bum, 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 bum. He was like getting a baby face pop from that from the crowd. Right. He was it doing was great. Like that, he was doing like the half Undertaker, half Flair strut on the fucking wall. On, on the, the top, rope. top rope. Dude, his balance... Like, when I saw that, I was like, yo, like, he actually has fucking fire balance on those ropes. Well, that's what happens when your neck is surgically repaired. They could put, like, a fucking plumb bob system or gyroscope, <laughs> you know, keep you loosey-goosey so you don't breaky-breaky. Oh, my goodness. But, like, I know that AEW's, like, trying to push Jungle Boy and fucking Luchasaurus is like, no, they deserve these titles. Look at how they win. But, like, I just, I can't buy into them. Like, everything in my soul needs Jungle Boy and Christian feud. I think I could build to that. Yeah. But, like, you know what got me for that show that night? Yeah. Um, it's because I, we could see it coming. Was that Adam Cole and Britt Baker were going to win the Owen Hart tournaments? Uh, because of the one, the color scheme. Uh like you know oh they had like pink and black shit going pink and black and the yeah. fact that there was only one trophy and two well, people were gonna they actually lift. posted a picture on instagram they actually made two trophies they just had the one for display there right i get it but like when you see it set up like that you're like oh okay they're gonna have the couple fucking win oh yeah it would have yeah. been a lot cooler if like it started a feud like um so you got the king and queen of hearts yeah <laughs> yeah okay but if if fucking ruby soho actually won so like him and like Adam Cole and Ruby Soho had to like uh, had to lift it up together, and then like afterwards it would have been like just just in Adam Cole broke up with Doctor Britt Baker for quote being a loser. <laughs> Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, MD. Sorry, it's redundant, but fuck, it works. And uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Tony Schiavone's like, I just got word that he broke up with you for Bro, being like, a loser. <laughs> the fucking video we saw, like when they were pitching, where they were showing the promo for the match, and then who was it? Taz that was, was like, or no, no, it JR. was a uh, Jr. Jim Ross. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm not gonna say that DMD stuff. Give that shit to Shivani. And then they immediately cut to Tony Shivani. Doctor Break DMD. I just liked it how like they're at the ceremony and. Immediately, Baker goes to fucking hug Shivani. Yeah. Like, she found him first. 
Cole was kind of there, but she found him first. And then Cole kind of slowly walks out of the bad guy tube. Yeah. And, like, she's still hugging him while, like, he's eyeballing Cole. I mean, uh, Shivani. Uh, like, hands off my girl, bitch. Facts. Yeah. I love that there's little shit like that going on in AEW. Like, Adam Cole has this hatred for Tony Schiavone because he hangs out with Britt Baker. Shit like that. Oh, yeah. That shit. That yeah. shit's funny as fuck. But CM Punk winning the title. Dude, you saw it coming. Fucking fire. Yeah. I wanted him to cheat to win, though. He's the champion we need. Right, but, like, everyone was hoping he'd do a heel turn. Yeah, but, like, at the same time, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, I love Hangman, but, like, his chase was so much better than the actual title reign. Right. And I feel like he's a better chaser, because they were trying to do too much with him, and all all I really need from Adam Page is a cowboy doing cowboy shit. Yeah, do cowboy shit, because here's the whole thing. He's still extremely young, and... Oh, he's got a lot lot of of years ahead of him. No, no. Like, barely anyone knew he was in Ring of Honor when he was there, for one. Yeah. Because he wasn't even the hangman then. Well, he became the hangman after he joined Bullet Club. In New Japan. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of people watched New Japan. So, yeah. Not a lot of people in America watch New Japan. Right. Yeah. But who who is AEW trying to to get (coughs) to everyone on TNT? Everyone in America. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of the great stuff that he was doing, uh, like the chase, the stuff with, you know, finding himself, doing the millennial existential dread shit. I drink a lot because I'm sad. Well, like, I would have loved if they would have continued that. Like, he's, like, as champion, he's still, like, finding himself sitting in the bar drinking because he's down on himself. Yeah. Like, when they were doing shit like that on his build, and then you had, like, the Dark Order, like, nah, buddy, you're good. And he's just like... Yeah, I don't know. Dude, Johnny Hungy coming out for the fucking match. Dude, that shit was fucking fire. Sorry. But, like, in opposite spectrum, fucking Kenny Omega may never wrestle again. Well, no, he he could wrestle, but he's going to be, like, always 80%. Why? What happened? I guess he fucked up his arm really bad. Did he? Is that why he's been out? Well, apparently he'd been wrestling hurt for years. Oh, yeah, I knew Uh, about that. But, like, I guess when he he I don't think he'll ever be 100% cleared. Like he'll still go out there and give a good performance, but he's not. He's gonna, like, I, my hope is he's not gonna be like fucking Stone Cold, where he shows up and does stuff, but he only shows up every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Because I think he really fucked himself up, dude. I, you know, I was dude. thinking about this, and I was like, you know what, I would pop for so fucking much if Kenny Omega showed back up like on Dynamite or something to challenge Punk, but he came back as the cleaner. Like, had that old... Because, like, the the Forbidden Door shit's coming up. Like, what if he showed up with this New Japan shit? Mm -hmm. Like, that would be fucking dope. Oh, shit. Speaking of that, since since New Japan and AEW is going to have, like, a very close working relationship... Yeah. Do you think Ibushi could ever come to AEW? (sighs) I... Have you heard of this, Manny? Do you know who Koto Ibushi is? Uh, isn't he part of the Golden Lovers or whatever? Yeah, Golden yeah. Brothers, sorry. So he's been having his issues with New Japan for a long time. Yeah, like he's been wrestling on the independent circuit for a little bit right now. Yeah, yeah. But like, what was it, a week ago? I think it was like, yeah, two. It was like a week or two ago. He went out on social media and started like giving out text messages <laughs> and fucking like 
all this shit that was basically outing fucking New Japan for a bunch of stuff. Like, he fucking accused them of working with the Yakuza. He was talking about how there was, like, sexual fucking... Like sexual harassment. Sexual assault allegations. Like, there were so much shit. And I'm just sitting here like, he really is was trying to get rid- out of his contract, but, yeah. like... I don't know if that's going to, like, end up getting him blackballed from wrestling. Is he pulling, like, a Sasha Banks? Well, okay, we'll get into that, too. But, (laughs) no, like, he was, like, fucking... I guess he was beefing with New Japan's front office for a while. But, like, to put all that smoke out there, like, like, another company could see that and be like, why would we want to sign him? Right. If he's gonna do this, but at the same time, like everything that he was saying, like they were, ha- they wanted him to come back early, and he ended up hurting himself in the G one because he wasn't fully a hundred percent. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. There could be an argument because, like, that's a talent to have on your fucking roster. That is a talent, but I'm also trying to. But also, I mean, it's try, like, is is that gonna it, be a headache? You know, in, like NJPW and the Yakuza. I mean, I mean, this is Japan. You know what I mean? So the Yakuza is. Like if kind of like everywhere. So true, but that's like, what you know, killed Pride. Yeah. And if they come to find out that the Yakuza was working with New Japan, that could really hurt New Japan to the point to where it could put him out of business. That's why it's like a big fucking deal. I mean, that maybe, being said, maybe you know something we don't. Maybe, but like at maybe the it's same a work. Time, I don't think it's a work, bro. Because I'm just like, trying to give the benefit of the doubt. I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> fucking him in the ass. Yeah, yeah, but like, it's always been a thing that like people are like, why doesn't New Japan like fully sign this guy? Like, why don't they have him full time on the roster? Mm. But again, with things like that, it's a two sided thing. The contractor and the contracted. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. Like. With AEW having their relationship with New Japan, I could see them not signing him. Yeah. But, like, where does he go from here? Do WWE touch him? Like, do, does Impact pick him up? Like, does he's blackballed, pick him up? He's, no, he's not going anywhere. True. But, like, he could end up in, like, a fucking random, like, Chikara or, like, DDT or some shit. Like but going back to DDT? Combat yeah. wrestling. CZW CZW will take anybody (laughs) (laughs) They're like You want to do death matches Come on over Do I have to do death matches (laughs) Well that's all you're going to be doing Well not necessarily Because they do have some good wrestling on their show. Oh I'm being just an asshole Yeah But like You know I don't know man I really don't know I mean what does Danzig say about this (laughs) Tell your children not to walk my way Not that Danzig Jesus (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not Zandig. <laughs> Danzig. <laughs> I said Danzig. No, he was talking about oh, Zandig. Zandig. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, nah, man, like, wrestling is fucking, it's just wild right now. Like, I am excited for that Forbidden Door pay-per-view. You mentioned the Sasha Banks mm. stuff. Have you heard about that? Uh, barely. So, last, they walked out. last Monday on Raw... Uh, they started like openly on the show, like talked about how Sasha Banks and fucking Naomi got upset about something, put their tag titles on on John Laurinaitis's desk, and they walked out. Wait, on the show? They were talking about this on the show, wow. so of course people were like, "Oh, it's a work." But then somebody that had to be part of like Sasha Banks' camp was like tweeting out their side of the story. 
So, so basically, was like John Laurinaitis. <laughs> he was out there in the ring saying it. Just saying, I'm like, I did it. I did something for my throat. <laughs> So, apparently what the story was, was they showed up to television, uh, they got the booking of them being in a six-pack challenge match in the main event, uh, between those two, uh, fucking Nikki Ash and, and, uh, Dewdrop, and then fucking, uh, Becky Lynch, and I forget who else was in it, but... Nightheart? But apparently, I think it was Nightheart, but, um, apparently... Naomi was supposed to win that match because this was all to determine the number one contender for Sasha or for uh, Bianca Belair. Yeah. So they were gonna basically have Naomi pin Sasha to go on to wrestle for the title, and then on SmackDown they were gonna have an angle where Sasha was gonna be beefing with Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Title. So they were gonna use the the uh, SmackDown Women's Champions to put over the the main Women's Champions, and. Sasha was like, so what are we doing with the tag titles? And they were basically like, oh, we're going to put them on ice for a month. And so Sasha, if you remember, like, she was one of the chicks with Bailey that fucking, like, was, like, pushing for the women to have a tag team title in WWE. Yeah. And they finally got that at that elimination chamber, and then they lost them to the Iconics at WrestleMania, and immediately those titles became a joke. Yes. So they've been a joke for, like, a good two and a half years now. And clearly, WWE treats them like that. And so, but Sasha and Naomi were both like, yo, if you're not going to even, like, we worked hard for this. Like, if you're not going to give it any shine, what the fuck's the point? Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the Iconics as, like, a team themselves. They're very entertaining, but they're not wrestlers. Yeah, Billy Kay is a fucking national treasure. That woman needs to be, like, protected at all costs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it, I don't know, man. Like... I'm, like, split between this. Because, like, the professional side of me is, like, yeah, but you're contracted, so you probably shouldn't walk out like that. But then I'm, like, but if you're not fucking feeling valued in your workplace and you're being treated a certain way, 1,000%. Get the fuck out of there. Well, that's a society push those days. If, like, you can work anywhere, so why are you working at a place you hate? But then also, like, then it becomes the argument of wrestlers. Are they independent contractors? Shit like that. So, right. I mean... From what I heard today, uh, they're not being paid while they're out. So, I mean, you reap what you sow, but at the same time, I think they're going to be holding their ground. Like, yeah, fuck this. Which, good on them. Like, it's about time somebody on the roster acknowledged that, like, yeah, the booking around here is trash. Yeah. And, I mean, if anything else, um, (laughs) you know what a fire tweet would be? Who? You know what a fire tweet would be? What's that? For, For... the both of them to actually like have a picture with them and like Jesse Ventura. (laughs) 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 Talking with my bestie. Talking with the bestie. Oh God, Governor Ventura. Yes, and and if anybody doesn't know, uh, Jesse Ventura was pushing for like a wrestlers union. Yeah, decades. Yeah, Hogan Hogan fucking ratted him out. (laughs) Yeah, Hulk Hogan ratted him out. Because Hogan didn't want a union. Hogan was on top. He was like, yeah, I'm the champion. That's why I'm getting paid what I'm getting paid. Nobody wants a union if they're getting paid a lot until they don't make many more money. Facts. Yeah. This union ain't going to work for me, brother. It's not going to work for me, brother. Now look at you. You got to pay alimony to your 
ex second ex-wife, I think, and uh, <laughs> you can't even afford it. Can't yeah. even pay the alimony. Emotional damage. <laughs> I had to sell off all my little Hulkster's gear because uh, <laughs> had to sell my restaurant Postamania brother. <laughs> yeah, and I, I will say this one last thing. Vince McMahon pays my alimony because he feels sorry for me. Oh, chump change he calls it, brother. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, and one last thing that I will say about Hulkster, and then I'll be done. This is jam that jam. <laughs> jam that jam. Shout out to Wrestle Talk. <laughs> jam that jam. Do you know what the joke on that is? Uh, is it? Uh, I don't. So Hogan got a tattoo a few years ago on his forearm that says "I am what I or I am that that I am." And when you look at it, the way the eye is shaped, it looks like a J, so it looks like it says jam that jam. <laughs> yeah, so jam that jam. Jam, jam that, that jam, jam, brother. Jam that jam, brother. Introducing Hulkamania Jam. It slams. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you, Macho. Yo. <laughs> Just get the scoop. I'm not going to lie, though. During that AEW show, like I wanted Thunder Rosa to lose to fucking... <laughs> to... Serena Deeb. Yeah, dude. The, the oh, fucking professor. Man. Like, I just had visions of, of Serena Deeb ripping that entire women's division apart and then getting to Jade. Yeah. Dude, Serena Deeb versus Jade would be fucking dope. And then you have Jade unify the belts. <laughs> Fire. But, like, <laughs> I don't know, man. They just added fucking uh, Athena showed up. Yeah. That was kind of wild. Yo, Stokely that. Hathaway? You know what, man? I, I, I need this in his uh, promo, right? Do you know why I came here? Because where I was, the mind ran dry. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yo, I would love for him to be a vehicle to fucking bring Roderick Strong over. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah like yeah, eventually yeah, yeah. when his contract goes up. Because you know he's out of there. Oh, 1,000%. Especially the way the NXT 2.0 is. Mm -hmm. It just it doesn't feel right. And his wife? Facts. She's fucking murdering everybody on Dark. Oh. Yeah. Well, Crazy. funny enough, my friends decided that uh, he's showing up and his bid is going to be he's going to be pushing out Mark Sterling. <laughs> like fucking Stokely Hathaway with Sterling in a wheelchair. No, like pushing him away. Like, yeah, I guess like that, yeah. Just be like, I'm representing Jade now. Nah, see, what what we were talking about is, like, wouldn't it be great if they became law partners? That would be great. That really would be great. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what, what is it? Hathaway? Or uh, Sterling and Hathaway? Sterling and Hathaway, yeah. Professional wrestling lawyers. On the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you or your family members ever been wronged? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been cursed by Danhausen? Yeah. I got it. One second. They're like, don't it? Like, uh, has Hook ever trapped you in the red room? <laughs> has Hook ever trapped you in the red room? Has Danhausen put a curse on you and your family? Have you been subdued through a coffee table? Call us, the wrestling lawyers. We're in your corner. <laughs> We're in your corner here at Hathaway and Sterling. <laughs> I'm just saying, it could work. But... There's, like, AEW does a lot of shit that, like, just me as a fan, I just can't help but smile. Mm. Just What's because, like, like, we were sitting there watching the show, and then when fucking, uh, uh, when Jade got played out live, 
I was sitting there, or not Jade, fucking uh, Britt Baker. Oh yeah, and she got played out live, and oh, I was like, guitarist. "Fucking, that's dope!" Literally, right after that, right after that ended, I looked at them and I was like, "Wouldn't it be dope if Rancid fucking played out, played out Ruby Soho?" And, and sure they enough, did. ladies and gentlemen, Rancid, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay." <laughs> yeah, that shit was dope. And I think, well, they kicked out their original drummer, and the drummer for Rancid is now, I think, the drummer from the Used. Shout out to my man JD for giving me that musical information, and I'm gonna steal it like my own. I thought he looked familiar. I was yeah. like, oh shit, okay. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Dude, that song's a banger. I'm not even gonna lie. Shit came out in '95, and it's still a banger. The fact that she went and asked if they can, use, she can use. No, she didn't ask them. They bestowed it upon her. Oh, that's what I thought. Like, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> she was on their podcast, and Lars was like, because she was trying to figure out an indie name, and they were like, "Why don't you just use Ruby Soho?" And she was like, "You guys would let me do that? Yeah, I'll talk to the guys. Maybe you could use the song as your theme." And she like oh. you see the little kid in her like, <gasps> like <laughs> it's such and a that's genuine like the true essence of punk yeah fucking use it I don't give a shit yeah, like facts you got, like you got the little girl from Iowa you're know, meeting her fucking you know her musical idols and shit facts like it's it's shit like that where it's just like you see people like just getting their W's live it's like fuck yeah dude that's cool so little wrestling girls from Nebraska have to go to corn. <laughs> Free Connellish. Uh, I'm sorry, Nebraskanites or whatever you call yourselves. I don't mean to insult you by that. It's just it's funny. It's just jokes. Come on. I just don't need a bunch of women from Nebraska coming to kick my ass. I know, right? All nine of our people. I don't know if anybody in, Le- in Nebraska listens to us. They probably got a cousin somewhere and be like, "Did you hear what they said about the you girls from Nebraska?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but call a doctor. No, call a coroner. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited for that Forbidden Door pay per view, yo. I was expecting like some New Japan talent to show up on that show and like start like planting the seeds, but they got a few dynamites and rampage before that pay per view, so there's gonna be some build. It's wild to me that like AEW is the only company I've ever seen that could like literally just announce a show. And it sells out before a fucking match is even announced. Dude. That shit's crazy to me. That's how we ended up... Uh, that's how I'm ending up going to California. I was supposed to go for the Rampage show. Or yeah? Was it, uh, In Dark- Ontario? Yeah. Oh, that's fire. Yeah. And we were supposed to go, oh, and as soon as the tickets were released, it was like, for a brief second, because we, we could only order six at a time, there was a bunch of us, and obviously we wanted to Venmo the money ahead of time, but we didn't yeah. know how much they were going to cost. Yeah. So, like... We had to wait for the tickets to open up, and you never want to buy tickets and be like, "Oh no, man, I can't go." And they already know. all sold out. They were already all sold out. God, like damn. literally the morning of, because you know, at the time I was working at like six in the morning. You know, all of my friends are still fucking asleep, and I'm like, I can't even dick around uh, until about like eight in the morning. So like, <laughs> whoops. So I know you haven't been a fan for a long time, and I know you've been kind of in and out of it over the years. Right now, logistically in your brain, Kyle. Um, do you think they could fill up a Madison Square Garden? Yes. Do you think they could fill up a football stadium? No. Not yet? Not mm. yet. Like, what football stadium are we talking about here? Like, if we were let's, talking, let's, like, let's the start. fucking Lions Stadium where it's got little seats anyway, go ahead. Well, they, like, they filled fucking Arthur Ashe Stadium, which is a tennis stadium, but it had, like, 20,000 seats, so they filled yeah. that quick. Yeah. If they announced something at, like... I'm trying to think of like a decent sized football stadium that's not like they're fucking Jacksonville Stadium. Bailey's place? Not Daly's place, the big stadium next to oh, Daly's okay, place. Okay. I think they could do it mainly because of the location of where they are. Because people from North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, 
it's not that far but it's like going to phoenix for them. us well with that logic you think anywhere in the south like the georgia dome the, mm. or like did the bulldogs win bulldogs win that is shivani would say so yeah okay i, I would say like sell out that no i would think like 80 percent capacity so you think like so for like, like a 42. 60 so like a 60,000 stadium like would probably just fit 42 for them yeah, I you think 42 45 i don't yeah. know man like i think if they go to the one of their main cities like chicago or fucking like florida just or las vegas like I feel like it had to be Chicago because AEW has a sorry to cut you off, but AEW has a hard on for Chicago. Oh, one thousand percent! And the United Center is a big fucking arena. Didn't they they sell the United Center when CM Punk came? Sorry, on the rumor. Sears. That was a Sears. That was at Sears. No, no, no. They or no. The first dance was in the United Center. That was the show that fucking Punk showed up. And people sold it out on the rumor that CM Punk was going to be there. Okay, yeah, I thought that was the Sears Stadium. Nah, that Sear, the Sears Arena, that was Sears for the All Out. Okay. Yeah. Which I think they sold out, too. Yeah, facts. Yeah, they did. But they sold out the United Center for Forbidden Door. That shit's fucking dope. But if you think about it, that's mainly a punk thing. Sorry. If you think about it, it's mainly because of punk. Well, yeah. If you were to say just like just a normal show, Punk wasn't appearing, I don't think you get a full attendance yet. Give it another six months, and I think we'll be there. You think so? As long as they don't fuck it up. So, would you guys think that, like, Double or Nothing is their, like, equal to WrestleMania? Like, that's their big show on the year? Because I feel like that's all out. It, it has to be all out. Yeah? All yeah. out, yeah. All out last year was fucking... That was a brilliant show. Yeah. I think they're... I think... Yeah, Double and Nothing is definitely more of their SummerSlam. Yeah. like It's like the anniversary show, so... Mm. Double or Nothing is a show that makes you remember the nostalgia for AEW. Yeah. All Out has to be, this is why you watch AEW. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And again, the Double and Nothing is a, like, we are doubling down about what we're doing. We're taking the next gamble, and, and we know we're going to win. Yeah. We're, we're rolling that hard sim. I just love the idea that they only have like four pay-per-views per year. Like so, this upcoming pay-per-view, the uh, Sorry, the, the hard six. Sorry, yeah, yeah. the hard six. Like this upcoming pay-per-view, the Forbidden Door. It's just like a little off for AEW because they don't have like big pay-per-views like that every single month. But yeah, I already know that's going to be a fire fucking show. But I- it's just it's amazing to me. Like Dynamites feel like a fucking great wrestling show every week. Rampage, like I don't catch Rampage all the time, but Every time I hear that there's a dope match, I go back and I check it out. But like both shows aren't don't they don't feel like a chore to get through. No, no, of course not because it's like I will say my needs their time. Yeah, I will say when my my one criticism of AEW, there was a dynamite like two weeks ago when they were hyping like everything that was coming up and the pay per view and everything, and they had Excalibur talking a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> Like, then they're flashing, like, the stuff on the screen of what's going to happen. And, like, he's sitting here just like, and then we got the finals for the for the Owen Hart Foundation. It's going to be Samojo versus Adam Cole on the men's side. The women's side is going to, and it's just like, yeah, it was almost like he was an auctioner. And I'm just sitting Sold here. Sold like, a Vincent man for $100,000. It is <laughs> Danhausen. Oh, my God. Yo, yeah. like, <laughs> Danhausen trying to fucking curse, curse Tony Knees, and he sold it. And then the whole. <laughs> 
Wait, I'm okay. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then he tried cursing Mark Sterling, but it only works on one person at a time. Dude, Mark Sterling ah, is, yeah, yeah. like, Kyle, as soon as the show opened, like, with the kickoff, he was like, yo, Mark Sterling's going to be the MVP of the night. <laughs> <laughs> kind of was. He kind of was, yeah. Dude, he he, he had a, a couple of really good moves, man. Like the um, like the suplex? He got yes. extension off that, man. That was like, ooh. Yes. That was nice. Him, him coming out in that full jumpsuit trying to do the same poses as Tony Knees. <laughs> fucking gold, yo. Yo, Hook is going to be a big fucking star in that company. Well, the fact that Hook is Taz's son and he knows how to fucking grapple and throw somebody. Yo, when he hit... Dude, he hit fucking Tony Knees with the gut wrench suplex, but then I looked at it back and he didn't gut wrench him. He, like, tucked him under the stomach and then grabbed him under one of the legs and just threw him. And I was like, yo, this kid, when you look at him, he looks so unassuming. Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, if, if some casual face, like, saw him, he looks like he just got out of bed. Like, he was just like, all right, guys, I'm going to go wrestle real quick. And then he just leaves. But then, like, you see him in the ring and you're like, oh, shit. Guy yeah, got moves. That kid's, that kid's going to be a fucking star, yo. I mean, Bet- he oh, looks ahead. like uh, Elliot Page if he ate a sandwich. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about the one that used to be the girl from Juno? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um,. No, I just want to make sure I'm on the same page. Uh, that wasn't a pun. That was literally just me trying to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, my favorite part of that whole match was at the end when Hook, uh, Danhausen was like, let me do it. Let me do it. And Hook's like, all right, cool. Tags him in and he just he s- puts a foot on his chest and he does his fucking like his, his stance. And Hook has this little moment. Like, I don't think they were supposed to catch it. It was just like, oh, yeah, that was actually kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Like his guys, like the Hook and Danhausen are like those guys that you didn't think would get along, and then they're stuck in a room together, and then like, it's like guys, the tag team you didn't know you needed. But it's just <laughs> like, like you know that guy you meet up with. He's like, I don't know, I don't know. Like, then all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, this guy's kind of cool. All right, cool. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Just them having a handshake on fucking dynamite, like that shit was dope. Yeah, that was pretty good. Pop the whole crowd. I like that Hook doesn't talk a lot, but when he does talk, like he he even comes across like, yeah, whatever. You got the hot girl giving him the interview, and like I don't, I don't think tits were out, but like you know they were on display, and like he's just like whatever, just no sells everything. He's just like yeah, yeah. flips yeah. his hair to the side. I'm gonna go rest real quick. I'll be right back. Like <laughs> hold my ways, bitch. Yeah, like I've been comparing a lot of AEW wrestlers to like the local hip hop scene. So like Flow Train of OCF is like fucking Orange Cassidy to me. Okay. Yeah. Hook is uh, fucking Soz from OCF. Mm-hmm. Just because every time I see Soz, he's either dressed to the nines, got his hair in a bun, yeah. or he's dressed like he just got out of bed and he's got his hair in a fro. But his attitude, like when he's talking to you, he's very laid back. He's like, "Yeah, that's cool, man." Like I'm just gonna, and then like he's just like, "I'm gonna go rap real quick," and then he just goes up on stage and starts spitting bars at you. Yeah. Like that dude's dope. Like that was another thing I did this week. Fucking. Went to the way we went to that fucking Ben Fly show. Yeah, that shit. It was it was like not a lot of people in there, but the vibe was dope. Okay, you good, man? I have no ass, so sitting for a long time hurts. And uh, because you I stand up and bring the mic with you. I don't want to take this thing off the table because of its weight. If I extend it, I feel it's gonna pop. See how it's already tilting. Yeah. Also, it's that arm. You know, just like that Vietnamese guy who lost his arm. It's kind of heavy now. Um, <laughs> That's a layer. You gotta carry that weight. Yeah. This is not Cowboy Bebop, but uh, 
Uh, no, it's just uh, because I played football this weekend. My whole lower body is just like, what the fuck did you do? Yeah. It's like, so we're not like, used uh, to this. So like, <laughs> I'm just a little, a little tired, and then just like, I'm still debating in my head whether or not I should take off for work tomorrow and be like, fuck that place. Yeah. Or do I take the easy money? And it's just like, what's worth it to me? And then I like, my ass still hurts. <laughs> so you're physically in pain. Always. Yeah. So so you know what? Hey, it's it's understandable. You're in enough pain to actually hinder you from being efficient. Plus, I got really drunk last night. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to come over last night so we could do the show. And then he was like, he sent me a video of all the bottles he drank. And he's like, yeah, I'm not good to drive. I was like... <laughs> Yeah, that I wouldn't was the, want you to, bro. <laughs> like, that was on the table. That wasn't the stuff that was in the trash. Because uh, I can get really drunk and have a good tolerance. But that's why I hate the show All Out. Because we went all out for All Out. Oh. And when Adam Cole showed up, did a heel turn. Brian Daniel showed up. Uh, that was a fire that was show. A, we had to finish yeah. fucking two whole drinks. Just because that was like if somebody shows up, you chug? Because it was All Out. If it was uh, if if somebody comes through the forbidden door or anything like that, it's one drink and a heel turn or like a, a or hero turn, a face turn. Sorry, you know that's a drink. And since we had two of those, that was four drinks apiece. God damn. Ugh. On top of the fact that we had been doing those rules all out all night. Oh. What? Why? You guys should get a DOS boot. <sighs> Yeah. And probably drink out of that too. Yeah. You remember you got to turn the heel though when the bubble comes. Though. Yeah, you got a heel turn before the bubble comes. I think ah. my friend, like, they gave me shit about it because it was a fucking Mike's Hard and an apple cider. But, like, the fact that I double fisted two beers within 30 seconds. Dude, that's so much sugar, man. Facts. I'm a little sweet. What do you want? He's <laughs> like, man, he's like, I'm so sweet I give bitches diabetes. Mm. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I, I would just think he has sugar in his tank, my bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm also probably a little dehydrated. Well, yeah, I mean, if you don't drink a lot of water and you fucking chug Mike's hard lemonades, that'll do that to you. Well, and cider and Bud Light seltzers and scotch. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> hey, I drink a lot of water. It's just been distilled with some sugar and turned into alcohol. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look at look at you go. Meanwhile, oh, over here, terrific. Kyle is chugging an aqua hydro flask looking thing, full of water. But we all know it's full of gin. He wouldn't be chugging gin like this. Okay, terrific. I'm just saying. <laughs> Kyle would be three sheets to the wind before the show was over. <laughs> Listen, I have learned that you do not drink and drive. You need to park and sip. <laughs> well, officer, I wasn't drinking and driving. I was, I was only drinking at the red sipping. light. I wasn't drinking. I was sipping. Allegedly. I can't even say anything. Like I'm still salty about fucking when I showed up. When you showed up? Yeah. Why? Because I was smelling fish for like the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out it was my fucking shirt. <laughs> I know we were sitting there getting everything set up, and fucking Manny's like, you guys smell fish? I'm like, yeah, I smell that too. And then we figured out, yeah, it was your shirt. Yeah. You were supposed to be Padre Manuel this week. What the fuck? So as I was getting ready, uh, my mom had brought home some halibut she got, like, from fries, but it wasn't frozen. It was fresh. Like, 
and I guess when I went past her, she, I didn't think it had leaked on me, but and it leaked on me, and it didn't start showing the smell of it until like we got into the heat. Because uh, when we got in my car, it didn't smell yeah, like fish. Yeah, that shit doesn't mix. <laughs> Fucking fish smell and heat. Fucking big fish. Well, Ugh. like, when we got into my Jeep, it didn't smell like fish. So I feel it was just on my shoulder. And since I don't wear my seatbelt, you know, that's a win for me. Um, <laughs> but it was just like, it's. I started smelling it as I started to heat up. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, maybe it's just like, you know. And I'm just a little upset because that's one of my favorite shirts. And I'm like, God, it's got a fish smell already. Well, that's why I'm letting you rock the trauma shirt. That's right. I am rocking a trauma shirt for it. And where can they find this trauma shirt? I mean, I think it's just one of a kind, I want to say. Yeah, because she makes all of her shirts custom. Ah, okay. Yeah. So what it means is, yeah, sorry, plebs, you can't get this shit. Pretty much. Shout out to Big Mama Trauma. She came through earlier. It was good to see her. Shout out. Yeah, for sure. Facts. Like, it was... It just felt like it. Like I started reconnecting with a bunch of people. Like Jay Bailey should be coming through probably this upcoming week. Like, it's good to see them. Fucking, we're leaving the we're leaving the show on Saturday, and I'm talking with Jay Bailey, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm off this week. I'm gonna hit you up." I was like, "All right, dope." Then Flow Train looks at me and Katya and goes, "And I'm having sex with both of you." And I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Individually." And I'm like, "Okay, Flow, I'm going home." <laughs> Yeah, just, I'm going home right now. Yeah. Rest in peace, little soldier. You're dead. Not doing that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, oh, no, that, that, that's nice. Terrific. Nice. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have sex with both of you. And I'm like, uh, no. And then he looks at me and goes, individually. Literally, that was my brain. I was like, okay, terrific. <laughs> I'm <laughs> out. <I> believe. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this shit, I'm out. He wanted me to be like, ah! yeah, that's ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, being able to reconnect with people. I mean, because the season have changed, you know what I mean? Like we're officially in summer. Yeah. And yeah, being able to reconnect with people, it's you know it's incredibly important, man, because we lose track of folks in our day to day. You know what I mean? Yeah. We get swept up in our own shit, but. I mean, it's good to take a step back and just compare notes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You need to, because you need to get uh, perspective. Yeah, we got some perspective. It was good shit. Like, I don't know, man. It just feels like when I, I was telling BZ this when I saw her, I was like, I hadn't been out to a show since March, like since we did our fucking night with you boys too. Yeah. And like seeing everybody again and just seeing the camaraderie with everyone. It felt like I was seeing family again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you haven't seen family in a long time. And it's just like, this is this is nice. It's dope. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of dope shit that's coming. And I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Just in everything. I just need for, like, this summer, I just need the Padres bats to wake up a little bit. <laughs> because the pitching on my team is fire. Those bats wake up. They're going to be a fucking problem for the NL West, and I am excited. Oh, man. I, I think they got that pixie dust on them where they're just going to go back to sleep. Just <laughs> <laughs> now, they should be getting fucking Tatis back soon. Like, he apparently is out until, like, June 22nd or some shit like that. What exactly happened to him? 
he had a wrist issue. He got in a fucking motorcycle accident in the off season. So oh. when all that shit was going on, where they locked the players out, yeah, yeah, none of the fucking doctors of the team could actually talk to him. Like the teams had no access to the players, and the players had no access to the team. Oh wow! So then, when they finally decided to make a decision, and the fucking CBA was signed, then the players got called back, and when they finally examined everybody, they saw that he had a fucked up wrist. Wait, and so he didn't even go to his own doctor? His doctor were the team doctors. No, I'm talking about like private. I don't think he had a private doctor. Did, I don't that's think he a did. Problem. That is a problem. What that's a major fuck? problem. That's a problem. But I that's the thing. My is, Z pack is after death. <laughs> facts. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I guess they fucking saw like what was going on. I guess he had a he had a bad motorcycle accident, so they had to send him to surgery. Yeah. And so he missed like the first half of the season. So he should be coming back just before or just after the All Star break. So I'm excited for that. So I just got a random fucking text. Yeah. Okay. I don't recognize this number. But the message is, Dad, when are you coming back with the milk? It's been four months. <laughs> like, Verizon. <laughs> what are you not telling us, Manny? <laughs> I don't even know who this person is. What? According to Verizon, it's, I'm not going to say their name. Dude, what's the but internet code? 520. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I'm just going to say <laughs> supply chain issues. Supply chain issues. <laughs> Sorry, supply chain. Something, something. I'd probably text him back, who are you looking for? Uh, who are you looking for? <laughs> It'd be even scarier if they texted back and they were like, Daddy Manny. Ooh. I'd be like, oh. I'm sorry, my name is Nikos. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Nico Papalopoulos. I'm from the IRA Greece. Why is she calling me? But who is supposed to be calling you right now? Allie's calling me and it's the middle of the show. So I get a text asking where the milk is. And you got somebody hitting you. What the fuck is wrong with today? Wait, and I get and I get nothing? Apparently no one loves me. <laughs> apparently, I, I, apparently I have a kid and they're old enough to task where I've been. This is bad. <laughs> I mean, I don't I mean, know at what's least going on here. In Spanish, he's like, "Papa." Good facts. Don't be a stop. She's like, "Don't be a stop, papi." I just don't be a stop, papa. She's like, "I'm just in disbelief." Fucking snap. He's going through his entire phone trying to figure out shit. This is not a number. I. I don't recognize this number. I'm trying to think if he ever put his number out there, and I'm like, I don't think he did. That's a very good question. Yeah, I mean, it's not on Instagram, and it's no. not on Snapchat. It's not. It's a literal text message. It's SMS. Yeah. Wow. He, somebody has to his inside track on this one. Bitches be bonkers, Manny. I t dude, I told you. Uh, you it says dad, not bitches, but dad. Dude, you should have never put your phone number. Say you're looking for a good time on the inside of those truck stops. Facts. That was a bad idea. That was whoever gave you gave you bad advice. Cocaine is a hell saying, of a drug. Facts. Manny was out there like, you're riches, better recognize. And then he's like, cocaine is a hell of a drug. I mean, we. This we know. <laughs> That's why 
you need to be able to put yourself on lockdown when necessary. And this is why... You need to be in a safe space. This is why I don't fuck with the Fopo stuff because he has a fear of pulling and I don't fuck with it. I don't I don't get it. I, I'm still trying to figure out who the fuck this person is. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what happens when you have fast times in loose... In Ridgemont High? Uh, uh, mm. we, I'm, I'm going to leave it like that. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> leave it there. I, I, let it go. Let it go. It's okay. Let it go. I'm just saying, we've been going over an hour. Uh, it's been fun. Manny's got random people hitting him up, which for, is weird. For milk, apparently. Dude, apparently, honestly, someone thinks that you're their dad. At this point, he's got his, like, where on earth is Carmen San Diego vibe going right now. Yeah. He's got his, like, trench coat and this fucking, like, big red hat. I gotta call my friends at the DOD and see if they can help me out. <laughs> <laughs> Never trust the spook. I know. That's why I'm gonna ask two of them. <laughs> uh, facts. Well, Manny, where can they find you? Apparently everywhere. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know, but somehow they fucking found me. They fucking found me. I'm going to be out there hang low for a while. Jesus. Wait, is it a little to the left? or I don't know at this point. Fucking who asked me? Dad. Dad, when are you coming back with the milk? It's been four months. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a little weird. That's not great. Good luck on that one. Um, well, do you right. want them to follow your Instagram? They can, yeah. Guy in glasses, you know, at Instagram. Guy underscore in underscore glasses. Facts. And I've been telling people I don't need your follows, but if you want to follow me, Babyface Stew, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, come get these jokes, I guess. Where can people follow you, Kyle? Uh, the balling on the budget. Um, apparently, that, that handle has been taken. But we're going to find a new one, yeah. and we're um, putting it together. So that is coming in the next couple weeks. Facts. And if you want to follow the show it's account, on. it's on Instagram at CBWMNS, Cigars and Bars with Manny and Stu. Now, they don't need your follows, but I would say follow that. Yeah. Because I mean, we could use your follows. There. We could yeah. definitely use your follows. I mean, stuff. I mean, we weeks. already got one more follower. Like, we have nine listeners, so that's cool. I, I see this as an absolute win. It is an absolute win. This has been episode 18 of Cigars and Bars. We will see you again next week. Unless this person from Milk kills me. Unless that person kills Manny, but we love you. I love you all. <laughs>